Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Ish. What's up, y'all? This is, uh, this is, uh, what's my name again? What's up, y'all? It's Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of Right Nowish. This episode is all about an up-and-coming filmmaker from Oakland by the name of Danielle Thompson. Hey! hey. <laughs> How are you? Good to see you. You too. Hi. Danielle is Hi. a film student at Cal State East Bay and the creator of a recently released documentary film titled Displaced which is a look at gentrification in Oakland. If it keeps going at the rate it is, and Oakland is still the, sa- the place that it's becoming right now, I would not want to live in Oakland because it's not, it's not the Oakland that I knew growing up. But before becoming a filmmaker, Danielle got her started this nonprofit organization called Youth Beat, which is where we'll be talking to her today. After this brief message. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Youth Beat is this after-school media arts program where young folks get hands-on experience in making media. They walk away with hireable skills and finished projects. So all of this goes down at MetWest High School, which is not too far away from Lake Merritt. Inside of the program space, there's a bunch of posters, you know, motivational ones, a few Oakland-centric ones, and the room itself was filled with young people, hard at work, hovering over their computers, and chipping away at projects. What y'all doing? <laughs> oh, editing. Our final projects. Yeah. They're just like narrative stories. Okay, people yeah. telling what they've done with their lives. No, like um, like narrative movies. Oh. Yeah. What's, what's yours about? A teacher who poops himself in class. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's loosely based on true events. Oh my God. Happened at school. <laughs> That's quite <Yeah>. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. He came back to our school though. So he did. I mean, oh. yeah, he's brave. <laughs> brave man. 
Persistence. We salute him. Yeah, I mean, that's something I've learned there, you know? <laughs> so is somebody reenacting that? Yeah. Well, good luck, y'all. Pleasure to meet you. I'll walk you through production control to our studio. So. And the film Danielle made, it's about her own story. See, Danielle is from Oakland, like, born and raised out here. And then, you know how it goes with the housing crisis. Danielle's family got evicted, and bada-bing, bada-boom, they end up in Bay Point. Meaning, she has to commute not only for school, but for work as well. So she, along with help from the Youth Beat team, has created a film about gentrification in the Bay Area. The documentary is about my personal story and interweaving that with the story of other folks being displaced in Oakland. I dove into the history of changes in Oakland over time and also dove into my mom's story. She's lived in Oakland since 1957. When the lady first came to look at our apartment and she came to my bedroom and that woman would not look me in my face and she didn't want to shake my hand and I said to myself, she getting ready to evict my black ass. And also talk to some young folks about how they see their future in Oakland and what are their hopes for Oakland. And we went out to barbecuing while black as well to talk to folks about like, why do you love Oakland so much? Like, what's Oakland's culture and what do you hope to see? You know, they come and act like they own the place. And it's like, we've been here since our elders were here before you were even born. So, you know, you're not going to come and try to colonize and on our community or on our on our space. I was going out to barbecue while black. Barbecue while black was lit. Of course, as always. Yeah, it was great. Um, we talked to some awesome folks. Uh, there was a lady selling Hennessy pound cakes. And, like, I bought one and it was, I had low expectations, but it was delicious. You had low expectations? I don't know why, because, like, I'm I'm a baker myself. Like, I bake cake. Like, I can make a good pound cake. So, I'm kind of iffy on Got other you. people's food. Okay. But it was delicious. The Hennessy really did add a depth of flavor that I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, that's the culture of Oakland that I'm talking about. Like, that's what I love. Cause you're not gonna go into some vegan bakery and get a Hennessy pound cake, maybe like rice flour, like anywhere, you yeah. know? I, in talking to you previously, you mentioned how you and your mother have different perspectives on the move, the mass uh, migration of black folks leaving Oakland. What's her perspective and how does it differ from yours? My mom's perspective is sort of like, look, this is where we live. And yeah, I mean, she hates it. She hates the fact that we live 30 miles out from where we do all of our business. And the saddest part for me was that this is the most money that I've made in my entire life. And I was feeling like I could not take care of my family. And I'm glad to be 62 and not just starting out because I feel bad for young people that even if you have a $100,000 a year job, why should you have to pay $38,000 or $36,000 a year for rent? Because that means that you will never get out. My perspective is that, like, I don't want to say kind of bleak, but it's like this is just my situation. Like, I literally cannot afford to live in Oakland, like, no matter what. I'm like, my hope is to make it big in film and be a millionaire and buy some property somewhere, live in Oakland at some point. But if that's not in the cards for me to live in Oakland, then I guess that's what I got to do. But uh, And now you mentioned you're in Bay Point, you're working by a BART station, living by a BART station, but there's another hurdle when you're going to school at Cal State East Bay. How do you navigate that? 
I just deal with it. I just have to deal with the long commute or else I'll just have to be a hermit. It takes me two hours to get to school and two hours to get home, listen to a good podcast. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I just deal with it. How much more do you have left in school? I have about two years left. My degree is in communications with a focus in production. I think it's so tight that you're on the path to earning a degree in communications production with a focus in film, I'm assuming? Yes. And the seed was planted here yes, at Youth Beat? the seed was planted here at Youth Beat and continued to grow when I was in MetWest. And um, through Youth Beat, the seed of being a filmmaker, making videos and making money, like, I never really thought I could do that. It opened my eyes to realizing there's so many avenues within the production field, which has been such a blessing. When I was at Oakland Tech, I was harassed by a teacher and spiraled really bad into depression and dropped out of high school my junior year. But through that, I still came to Youth Beat. I was not in school, but I came to Youth Beat every Tuesday and Thursday, and um, it really opened my eyes. Like, even though I had to go through the depression in high school, it still gave me youth beat, you know? So that's one of the things I'm so, so grateful for. I don't know where I would be. That's beautiful to me. Like, it, it is. It's so tight. It's, I mean, you started at 16? 16. It's so, like literally the same age I was when I started at Youth Radio. No way. Same kind of ordeal. I was hating high school, uh, not necessarily facing the same circumstances that you did, but I did find sanctuary in uh, after school external program where I could be creative. I could do something that would be the foundation for my career. Like, and then we're sitting here, you know. Yeah, like, now here we are, now talking here. together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I appreciate you following that path. Of course, I'm, like, beyond grateful. Even times where I'm, like, I'm fed up, like, rough day at work, the video wasn't good or whatever, I'm having problems. I just remember, like, this is, like, one of the biggest blessings that's been in my life. And now through your employment, you're teaching other young people how to do the same work, right? Yeah, that's another big blessing in my life is being able to work with other Oakland youth. Even though I'm not that much older than them, <laughs> even they look, they legit look at me like the first time. Like, how old do you think I am? They're like, Are you not 18? Are you not 17? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like Nah, you OG now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, and so, so given that we've both experienced this, and like you're in that position to teach, and like I've been in your shoes, we understand the importance of it and the urgency. Mm-hmm. For, but for people who don't know, who don't get why it's important for young black and brown folks to tell their stories, especially in the changing Bay Area. Like, why would you say it's important? There's so many reasons. Media literacy, critical thinking, learning, not only that you can't believe everything you see in the media, but also how to participate, how to create the media, how to change the narrative yourself, the self-confidence that's gained with exploring your own story, the self-discovery. I made videos exploring my sexuality when I was 17, and that helped me tremendously. So there's like a long, long list of the benefits, making friends, being able to participate in something that you think you might have a future in. That literally saved my life. I was like, if I'm going to have any future, it's going to be in film. So let me keep going to Youth Beat, if anything, if not anything else. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your work, your time, and your story. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Daniel's first film is about her displacement, and she's hoping that one day her career as a filmmaker will bring in the money needed to buy a house of her own. 
in her hometown. Hats off to her. No matter what comes of it, at least she has a plan. Me? Well, as some of you know, late last summer I moved from Oakland to Sacramento. It was a family choice. But honestly, it wasn't a choice at all, man. It was more of a necessity. And now, I don't know, man. I'm just taking it day by day, you know, commute by commute. No real plan other than to keep making media and keep taking care of my family. I don't know. Maybe one day my daughter will see Danielle's film, and that'll motivate her to go out and make millions of dollars so that we can afford to have a house in Oakland. Maybe I'm dreaming. To find out details on how you can see Danielle's documentary, go to youthbeat.org slash displaced. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Ashley and Craig Baum, the producer behind this show. Thank you to Jessica Plachik, the editor. And thank you to the higher-ups. That's Julie Kane, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. And I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Thank you for listening. Before you go, one quick ask. Tell a friend about this show. Not better yet, tell somebody you don't know. Somebody you might see at a coffee shop or you might be on public transportation with. Just in passing, casual conversation. Say, hey, have you heard of this podcast right now? And they'll be like, yeah. Or maybe they'll be like, no. Or maybe they'll be like, yeah, you know what? I've been meaning to listen to it. And just see where the conversation goes. Yeah. Thank you. Peace. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.